Welcome to the official Scottish Rugby podcast with me, Caroline Blair, alongside the man himself, of course, Chris Patterson. We are in the Scotland Team Hotel today and we are joined by Scotland Props, Xander Fagerson and Pierre Schumann. I cannot say your name without wanting to say Schumann. <laughs> uh, oh my goodness, your head's expanding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's just your head. I didn't see any up, sorry. <laughs> we, love, yes. we love to hear this story. Talk to us about the first time when you were at Edinburgh and you heard that being chanted i mean was it a was it as fun for you i mean we would think for a minute is it getting booed Did yeah it was really fantastic like uh being south african born uh they used to do it with the beast mm. so beast and yeah. it was all around the world even the world cups was quite cool um i can feel a bit of heat from Zander. i'll explain that now <laughs> But then um, the first time they did it at Edinburgh, I just loved it. At the Gunners, um, the fans said, shoo, like when I carry the ball or put in a massive hit every now and then. Um, <laughs> I have to do it more and get more meters on the carries as well. So the longer they shoot, the more I'll leg pump yeah. as well. Uh, like Mike Blair says, we must uh, leg pump more in the carries. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> since then, uh, then we had a game at Scottsdale against Xander and then... And they all say, boo! Yeah. <laughs> it's slightly different experience. No. So then they had to make these little badges saying, we don't boo, we shoe. Ah, yeah. Nice. And um, it feels a bit weird, but it's amazing. I love it. And um, You're basically a brand. I mean, this is what you're saying. There's badges now. You're basi basically a brand. I thought myself William Wallace. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My wee boy does it around the house, I was saying before. My well, son. Just walking about the house. No, most y'all are. If you had a Ronaldo, well. Ronaldo brought in the, the shoe thing and then Skimmy just jumped on. Nah. But I'll give it to him. I'll nah, give it to I him. I don't jump high, but I still jump and get the shoe. <laughs> you're, you're sharing a room, are you not, champs? Are you, yeah, yeah. Have you been doing that? For, I mean, what, what, so we're in week four of game time, week five of camp, technically, mm. is that right? So, yeah. I mean, have you been together that whole time? Do we rotate the Scotland rooms? Do we're, we? um, we're both the worst snorers in the team, so uh. <laughs> they put us together. We had no choice. You, so you are the short straw. Yeah. So yeah. is it a race to who gets to sleep first then? Yeah, well, he says it is, but then like he wakes me up mid-deep like, mid, <laughs> mid sleep with his like crescendo snore, and then I hit him with a pillow, and then we're back to normal. But no, nah, ever, ever since Scoo came into camp, um, he's been my roommate. Um, mm. At first, I was a bit like, Cheers, Edgy. Thanks for that. Um, but then we've, we've grown to work together. You know? Yeah, I think um, we're best pals. Best mates, yeah. It's good fun. It's funny because we used to rotate uh, roomies every every week. Was that was that quite disruptive, do you know what I think? Like, I mean, because no, like, you've seen here the benefits mm, to some yeah. degree of... Yeah, I, don't, I wouldn't say it was disruptive, it's just all we knew. Yeah, and there was that, that kind of little bit of lottery on the bus, who's your roomie, or something. <laughs> <to just> wait <laughs> yeah, you got yeah. to the reception and who got the key. Uh, yeah. You're like, ah. Oh. Um, but no, it was... Uh, that's something football I've done for a long time mm. in terms of building relationships, especially in the positions these guys play. A bit of learning in the room as well. as We did do that in the summer days. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. In Argentina. Change, change rooms. Yeah, but yeah. because we both snorers, most you can imagine. <laughs> Everyone complains. So. I'm getting a sense it must be really bad. It's not that, it's a front row thing. Is you know? it right? Um, because we, we were rooming together in Argentina and then Dave Cherry and Roy Sullivan were on the other side. Yeah. And like, we, we got up to a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Scooby likes to play music at like 11 o'clock at night, like full volume. Well, and watch, watch TikToks full volume if as you well. Get a, so. uh, if um, you get a, an early bed and a late bed. Or, oh, Johnny or Gray. The TV. Yeah, oh, John, oh, Johnny puts the TV oh, off oh, my half tears. eight, didn't he? Yeah, that's brutal. <laughs> no TV, no Great bloke, prayers, but no, yeah, nothing. never again. Straight to bed. Also, yeah. um, thank you for mentioning that you, because it was quite funny. It was, yeah, it's week four now. So it's about two nights ago, Xander, at two o'clock in the morning, he went, 
turned around and he was like, shoo. And I was like, no, Z. <laughs> Are you mocking me? And he actually did it in his sleep. So that was quite cool for me. And um, I appreciate him for that. There's, I feel like he's teeing up a business opportunity here. Mm. Speaking, about, speaking about the weekend, um, oddly, I'm going to go in a different direction than you might think here. The world's strongest men, brothers oh, even, the world's yeah. strongest brothers were there. You, you, you met them. Fanboy. I had a chat with them on the pitch. He, he sprinted over. I was behind them. I was like, oh, It was just so fascinating to watch. However, you're thinking immediately, you're looking at them, get them a pair of boots, get them a jersey as well. You guys <laughs> have trained them up. I want to talk a bit about, deeper about that. Scrummaging, talk to me about the dark art of it, the, the prep that goes into it, the work that goes into it. It's not quite as straightforward as, as just having all the power, which you clearly do. Well, I think it's, it's so much like technical as well, you know. It's like it's not a one-on-one -on -one competition, so mm -hmm. it's an eight-man thing, you know. So if everyone's singing off the same hymn sheet, eight people, hundred kegs, you know, it's a lot, it's a lot of power going forward. But it just takes like one east-to-west movement or one person to go down or go up, you know, and all the power can shift either going forward, downwards, east-to-west. So it's all about being on the same hymn sheet, all going for the same goal and all buying in, you know. But like timing's a big thing as well, you know. If if you, if, you, if you, the front row would get a great hit, the back five don't catch up, which usually happens. <laughs> um, I always blame the back five. And then of course when it's synchronised, it's like oh wow, like great shot, you know. But then some teams come with a big lean, some teams come with a small lean. So th there is like a real technical element to it, yeah. but it's, it's, a, it's a mindset thing as well. It changes but all the time, though, isn't it? Like in terms of law yeah. changes, it's not mm. as if once you've mastered it, you've mastered it. There's Oppositional change, law mm. change, it's continually evolving, isn't and it? And like you can imagine, in a lot of games you played in kick mm. for post, it's a big momentum shift. Yeah, it sets yeah. a tone. Like Xander touched on, it's a, it's all eight together, and mm. if you look at the top ten. Uh, nations in rugby worldwide mm -hmm. the the most dominant all oh, with the most dominant set piece as well mm -hmm. which is scrums they um all eight buys in and as we gain experience uh he's more experienced um not when you play at scott sound but um him being more experienced um i, I do tend to learn a lot from peter yeah. Villers. um mm. he's a he's, he's great to learn off yeah and he's using the dog arts i think the habits of like pre-season work mm -hmm. um core cool work mm. Um, young boys always ask us like mm -hmm. what can they do to improve and I, I would say get a mentor mm -hmm. or someone like uh, young lads in Scotland get a mentor and do as much cool work as possible mm -hmm. as you can from yeah. as young as you can Peter's uh, an incredible do you remember him playing I played against Peter for a long time I yeah. assume you both remember like how dominant he was as a player well he showed his photos we didn't believe him you know we, saw, that, we saw the videos you know and like, that, yeah, yeah yeah fair because he was uh, he played for France obviously from Bob, oh, yeah. but like an amazing player mm. um, and for us to get you know, him as part of the coach staff, well, first hand, it's, it's pretty special, isn't it? Oh, amazing, especially tight head, you know, like, yeah. I, pick, I pick his brains about everything. Um, and he's, he's been absolutely incredible with me, you know, like a real open book. And um, like, as you said, like, you watch some of his games and mm -hmm. with back, He was an aggressive scrummager, back, back in for the all day, yeah, yeah. he was an aggressive scrummager. Back in the day with the big hits as well, you yeah. know, like, and you see all the big names back in the day, he's like, yeah, I scrummed him, yeah, yeah. Did, did him this weekend, that weekend, you know. <laughs> um, so no, like, for me to pick his brains, and like, it's been massive for me. I've been, I've been really lucky, I've had him and uh, Petrus Duplessis mm -hmm. at Glasgow, um, two really, really really big characters that have really helped me. So. Great question, Caroline, by the way, oh, thank you for that. You know, you can <laughs> come back, he's just, he's literally teamed up beautifully, <laughs> superbly. Um, who would you say is the, the best opposition, the best opposite number that you've scrummaged against? In your careers, whether it be for the Lions, whether it be for Should I go first? Scotland, you do you ever think? Yeah. You can't see each other. <laughs> um, Just to keep it fresh. I, I genuinely think um, if you go, the, there's two sides for a loose head. The one is mm -hmm. if you get a technical tight head. Mm -hmm. um, I would say WP's name is mm -hmm. up the world's yeah. best there, mm -hmm. and I'm being honest. Mm -hmm. um, and then you get power. Um, 
that's your your tongue and thor tupo your tad furlong um but then you get both and that's uh my remy cheese taste too is that the fakers um for me like would would the height be the biggest problem yeah, Sunday's as well, as i said like there's so many things like i think like last year was was tough springbok park you know they, they got they had a big pack and mm. like oxen shay like put against them a few times for a club and stuff but it's a different it's different when it's at the big springbok park and they've got that mindset and their second rows are literally firing you in so like power wise i'd say mm -hmm. it's oxen shay and then i actually had a guy um i won't say his name because it's a bit his nickname is a bit vulgar but a guy stu mel stu mel 2s back when i was 17 um, and to this day um, mm. he turned me inside out fresh out of school th thought i was all that and um yeah everyone asked me the question i would say him because he literally like my neck the next day was in absolute pieces he's was, he was 100 kegs soaking wet i think he was 42 43 um and he did a proper number on me and um, but but i learned a lot that day mm. that's, that's the tough thing you know it's um do you ever get sick as fees, you learn a lot yeah <laughs> do you oh. ever get sick as because well, you guys look as if you love it to yeah be fair. No, you have to love it i think uh. it's sort of it's <laughs> occupational hazard if you don't um but it's like kicking you know like you know. find that like, you can find a flaw in your kicking and you can think about it too much yeah. and then you, you, but can, you can get frustrated with it as well though you yeah. get sometimes you're like nah i don't want like but and your mindset days, you have to always want to go in there big time and some days it's like it just just clockwork mm. just ticks it's also a good um, question i think it will catch yeah, you out yeah. if you're yeah. not on uh, yeah. up for the if you don't have the appetite mm. for it mm. that will catch you out because you'll have the guy like making his debut or yeah coming back from injury that's hungry and you play two three seasons mm. yeah and he's coming for you to mm. attack you well, you're, that's you're always say. hungry so. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. We'll move on for scrummaging, obviously, but, uh, but uh, well, maybe we won't. But I think we're going to food next anyway. So the, uh, <laughs> top ten nations in the world and the best scrummaging. But like, I don't think now there's a game where there's a dominant pack throughout. Like, I think there's dominant scrums from either side in every game mm. as well. And I think that's exactly that, isn't it? Like, if you're not focused, if you're not switched on, if you don't get the process right for any scrum, yeah. you'll be punished quite severely. But at the same time, if you're sent back and, you know, two or three yards, the next scrum, you can went to the so it doesn't seem to be a perfect formula mm. unless you're totally on it for every scrum but i think as well like, as we touched on like it's the mindset thing but also it's an eight-man thing yeah mm. if you've got a flanker which sometimes they are bad for it is thinking, thinking thinking about defending plays they come off you know it's 100 it's 100 mm. kilos of weight that they've released the valve you know what's and worse the flanker that comes off and doesn't shove or when you're a yellow card and you have to put a back on the Oh, great oh. question, Mossy. You can answer I think, that. Um, we had one on the weekend, and I think Sioni yeah. was Sione Sione actually on, quite yeah. powerful. Yeah. yeah, felt like um, uh, you know, big tractor tire behind me. So actually, going back to the Fiji game when Benny White scored his try, they just Sinbin and they'd put the the winger, I think, the left yeah. winger Habosi on the scrum, and he was obviously told, "Just give me something, just stay on," because he, he stayed on that long. But I think Ben had scored before he lifted his head, but he was obviously respecting his prop. Uh, yeah. I think. Talk to me about foods. T tell tell us about about foods, and because with I'm always I'm always worried about asking this in the right way. You're a lot bigger than I am. Um, how how do you go about managing meal times? Are you given the same <laughs> the same foods? <laughs> Are you given the same food as, say, the backs? Shall we say? Or are you on a special diet? How does That's this work? That's not the same food as backs. <laughs> if you watch uh, Scottish Rugby's uh, Nutrition X thing this morning, I actually can show you to make breakfast. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Your poached eggs, can I just say, if yeah. you haven't seen it already, do yeah. pop on this. I'm winding up. Do not plug that. Take that down. How do you um, poach your egg? Like, I know it's oh, weird. Three minutes. What, microwave or pan? No, pan, pan. No, I saw something in the microwave. microwave. 40 seconds in the microwave or pan. Oh, my granny's submerge, submerge no, the egg. No chance. And pop it in the microwave. Wow. 
Let's come back to why I've done a bunch of eagle love it. We're certainly taking a detour here. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> back to the food. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, like, it's, it's calories in, calories out, isn't it? So as big, bigger men, we burn, we burn more calories. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's all about like on tough days, double days, you know, we, we eat a lot more. And then like today was quite a light day, gym, gym and a little bit of training. So um, yeah, only one, only one bit of toast instead of three. Um, but uh, I also like uh, Xander's video, like you mentioned, how he finds Braggs, the camera <laughs> zooming in on his big garden. <laughs> <laughs> That's 50 caps for Scotland and yeah. the kids that. <laughs> well done to you. <laughs>
if it's a bit off table tennis or darts, uh-huh. he'll even like give you a bash, a shoulder bash and stuff like that, like full buggy. <laughs> so Andy Chris is quite bad for that. Zander can agree. I love the insight we're getting into the uh-huh. Scotland camp. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna be a bit naughty in a minute play a couple of games with you. With you. It'll be fun. Okay. You'll like it. Don't panic. Um but looking ahead first. Argentina this weekend to talk to us about that game. You have highlighted that we are it's a it's a long international window for Scotland. Mm. Four test matches on the bounce, week on week, six day turnaround. Mm. Xander, how are you feeling about, about Saturday's encounter with the Pumas? Yeah, really excited. Um, I think in the summer, you know, we were pretty gutted how that third test ended. Um, you know, I think we're looking at the tour as a whole, you know, we started that first test, didn't really fire any shots. Mm. Second test, you know, we were on top for most of the game and then third test, you know, We'd won the game and we lost it in the last 20 minutes. So, um, yeah, it really hurt and left the whole summer off as well um, to, to think about it. And so, yeah, having another crack at them at home, um, yeah, really excited for it. And having played them recently, we know what they're going to, we know what threats they're going to pose. Like you saw the England game, they've got threats over the park. Um, old, old King Boff's going to be. Point, probably. Um, Are you going to be texting him all week, waking him up at like three in the morning, getting, <laughs> getting everybody you know to set to ring his phone at like three in the morning so he's getting disrupted sleep all week? I mean, not that we're being ungentlemanly or unspirited <laughs> nah. here. No, but Carolyn, I, I won't message him because the reason is just when he moved to Edinburgh, he sent me a DM on Instagram. I need house. He yeah yeah. My English is also yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't quite understand it, and then when I met him, I could understand he doesn't speak English very well, and it's a beautiful thing about him so you'll have to miss him in spanish i'll ask our chef <laughs> maybe we can reach out and ask what is what is the game plan or no I'm disrupt him in the middle of the night that'll, that'll uh, do it yeah. give a bit, a bit a bit tired you mentioned obviously three test series in the summer against argentina and that's quite fresh in the memory obviously uh in terms of what you can learn how you can approach a game will you use more of what you learned from sunday playing as a squad you know or more from that third test the last time you faced hmm. argentina because you'll be pretty well prepared with you know how you've played obviously in the last three weeks, but also the the proximity having played them fairly recently. That's a great question, Morsi, and I think it's it's learning off both, um, especially because the breakdown is such a touchy subject. Yeah. Contact area against Argentina and yeah. the All Blacks. Um, that for us is you know if we can have speed and tempo, that really sets us up as a Scotland uh, team that does well. Um, conversion rate yeah. against the All Blacks in the twenty-two yeah. in the you know the finish zone. That's one thing we want to get better at. And it's one thing that replicated in the summer as well against Argentina. Mm. Our conversion rate was one of the biggest topics. Mm. I mean, it's quite difficult, I think, for people to understand that the closer you get to the line, the opposition line, Mm -hmm. the harder it is to score. Mm. And principally because there's no backfield to cover. Usually if you're 30, 40, 50 metres out, there's a backfield to cover. So the defending team would have to have a full back or a winger or perhaps a nine dropping a bit. When you get close at the line, you've got 15 players effectively. So there's less space and there's a heightened kind of uh, involvement of the defence not to concede anything. So although it looks easier because you're close to the line, it actually gets more difficult and the, ac- the execution has to be right on it. Uh, take us in there. Like, I mean, what, what is the temptation just to keep the ball so you can look after it or is it actually we have to strike and take a risk almost to... But what's perceived as a risk because you're moving a bit wider to, to make the most of the opportunity. It's a really touch it's subject, eh, tough like, subject just now as well yeah, because yeah. it's all about like rough interpretations. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like tips, pick and goes, for example, like you can you can pick and you can have your assist come in, clear you out, and if you go off his feet, touches the floor, off. off the feet. Yeah. But also that tackler gets in the way. Yeah. It's a small thing, but like just that split second of breathing time for the defence just to get over ball. You know, it's uh, jacklers. Jacklers these days, you know, like 
they've sort of probably got all the power because you, you can't come in recklessly. Mm-hmm. It look like you, you can't come in. Um, you, they, they had such a focus area just now, as it should be for player, mm-hmm. player safety. But if the jackler's in there, a good jackler trying to get him off, if he's, he's set, it's, no. it's brutal. So, and then if I you move it too far away, it opens up more space for yeah, the jackler, yeah, effectively. Exactly. You lose your sport, doesn't it? Um, so it's just about picking the right option at the right time, which is easier said than done sometimes. What's the communication like when you're there? In the thick of it. Like obviously, the communication between, say if you two are next to each other and pick and go, and you're saying, right, get my hip, clear out, stay on your feet, don't don't seal off. It's easy to hear that communication mm-hmm. because you're next to each other, but if the 9 or the 10 or the 12 is calling for it, can you hear them calling for it? Because obviously, beneath, you know, you're close at the line. The noise is up there, especially on a day like Saturday. That's what I mean. It's like It's so yeah. difficult, oh, cheering, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah. to, I sort to of know when to yeah. strike. I sort of know, like if I'm picking and screws upside me, like I know if I stay on my feet, he's going to drive me through. Yeah. Compared to if, if I've got Ali Price, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm not going to get the same sort of <laughs> sort of done. Yeah. So it sort of makes my job a bit easier. Yeah. Because I, I know that he's going to carry me. He's going to be. But you know there, what I mean? You know? Like it's easy to get yeah, lost in the moment that you're within a meter or half a meter of each other. Well, so Whereas, yeah, that's the, the information job. coming in from wide is it's it's you've got so little time. It's difficult to get that there quickly. That's one challenge we have as a team is our cohesion of being better communicators. Mm-hmm. But it's not about only speaking; it's about listening as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. So in that moment, that's what makes <laughs> you a professional test player yeah. as a prop. Can you, you know, I'm going to latch on Xander, but can yeah. you also have the mm-hmm. the ball skills or the discipline? To just you know listen to Ali or Finn or mm-hmm. whoever plays, do they need the ball quickly? Mm-hmm. And you know the professionalism thing to do is mm-hmm. not to stuff it up. You know yeah, what I mean? That's good. I mean the sound on. Uh, we're going to move into these games now, but the sound at BT Murrayfield on su- Sunday was just mm-hmm. immense. It was incredible. What does it mean to you looking ahead to Argentina with that in mind? What does it mean to you when you're performing, doing your job? playing for Scotland in front of a packed out BT Murrayfield crowd? I think Sunday was especially special seeing Doddy. Yeah. Um, I tried to keep it together, you know, um, just seeing, seeing his sons and his, his wife there as well. Like it, it was really tough um, before the game and, and credit to him for coming out, you know, because um, I, I know he wasn't doing too well. Um, but yeah, it sort of set the tone for the day. And I think just the whole atmosphere of building up to it, you know, like, with the Dory Tartan in the back as well, everything was just building up for it. You, you knew it was just going to be one of those days. It was just you, you, you always remember. Um, but across all four tests, like the, playing at home, Murrayfield, you know, it's just it's the best best place in the world. Um, there really is nothing like it. And I think the way the fans have got behind us for for Australia, for for all the games, it's just been even like especially Fiji as well. You know, it's been, it's been absolutely incredible. So um, yeah, a real privilege to, to play at BT Murrayfield, and every, every time you play there, you just it's an absolute honour to, to play there and one that every time I play, I'll, I'll, I'll never forget it, you know. To also give you some insight is when, when we hear the crowd like that at Murrayfield, uh, BT Murrayfield, like when Ogie went for the chip and chase, Undarshi <laughs> stepped, I think it left us so much to hear the people or when we make a good carry or a good penalty in the scrum, you don't, you forget about all your pain or, um, you know, a bit tired, you would know, Mossy, but mm-hmm. you would literally run with any you know, your nose, your eyes, anything that can hurt into a guy and not care. You know, not to be reckless, but it's just putting that on the line for every fan in the stadium. Mm. That's really the feeling I get. And mm. I know that Xander gets that as well. Is he'll just do anything for the fans um, on that day in between that lines for Scotland, for the nation. 
Well, if that doesn't make you want to buy a ticket, I don't know what will. That right there it is. Makes me want to play. The re- <laughs> no, right it, makes, it makes me want well, to play. Four four That's mostly easy. There we go. Right, I think I think we're going to have a wee bit of fun with you guys, if that's all right. <gasps> right, we're going to get some um, whiteboards out. We're going to do a wee challenge. Mossy, you're not getting to escape this one either. Oh, uh, there is there is definitely involvement in here for you too. We're going to start off with... It's <laughs> <laughs> a great start. We're off to a flyer. Uh, we've just dropped the pen. We've just dropped everything. Dropped. They've, they've not been dropped. They've been the placed players, at The players feet. haven't been dropped. The pens have been dropped as well. We're just getting this moved out of the way. <laughs> just to be... Uh, right, so moving into this, we're now going to go into a wee version of Mr and Mrs. So we'll call it roommates, Mr and Mr here. But it extends to the full team. So I'm going to ask you a question. Who is most likely to? And you can say anybody in the team. They are not here. Fire at will. They can't hear you and it'll be too late once the recording goes out. So they have to write the name down or do they? So you have to write the name down down. and then you turn it round when you're done. Oh, show the the world. Right. So the first question most likely to forget their passport. Oh, this has happened recently. Oh, it has, hasn't it? I forgot about that. Oh, I think that was Edinburgh, actually. It was, it was, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. South Africa, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> ready, sure? As soon as he's ready, as soon as he's ready. <laughs> There's no time press. Oh, there we're in. We're in. <laughs> Duhan. Oh, oh, that's, that's good. Do you? I'm so diligent. With my <laughs> <laughs> I'm so that's diligent like, with my things down there. Sometimes it's like forgot my boots, forgot my budgies. I see, what are you taking over? I'm like, oh yeah, everything. It's <laughs> about our room only. Okay. <laughs> exactly. It's all okay. Sorry, sorry. He's doing particularly bad. So what sorry, happened? What happens sorry. in the in the camp room? That's it. Stays okay. uh, Dewey's right. no great. No. Um, I would say he's not the best guy to manage admin wise. <laughs> no. But we Give know what he can do for Give him the ball. <laughs> <laughs> but we know what he can do for Scotland. So exactly. And he's getting from the B League table tennis into the A League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Gregor was so speaking about this last week, actually, your involvement with that, wasn't he? The, table the, tennis the is a hot topic tennis. in camp, I'll tell yeah. you that. It was. A, That's good, I'm pleased to hear that. Well. Yeah. It, it was always it was always hot topic, and then I, I felt as if it just went in the back burner for digital video games, and it kind of nah, 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 hurt me nah, a wee bit. Nah, I'm nah. good to know there's still a practical element to the team. A League, B League, C League. Yeah, you get a few promotions, you know. Is it knockouts or straight? Is it playoffs? What it's, oh, it depends on how many people are there. There's sometimes a queue. So ah. if, it, if it's a B League night, there's sometimes eight people there, and it's up to seven. <laughs> like I really feel for Misha as well, because he started in the A League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. B League, C League, and that does not good. He's well, been devoted a few times. Yeah. 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 Right, number two. Oh. Most likely to play in dirty kits. Oh. <laughs> Again, they can't see your answers right now, so <sighs> fill your boots. You should read my answer. <laughs> oh, Ooh, your brother. Oh, yeah. Oh. I hear bed. You like roll out of bed sometimes, like literally five minutes before team meeting, and like rock up, like no shower, no brushing teeth, nothing. Um, yeah. Are you are you having you having buyer's remorse here? It looks like you're you're Hamish, um, you're thinking about Hamish changing Hamish or keeping him. Yeah, no, because he he always goes early to gym and then both training he gyms as well, uh, and he can really like smelly men. <laughs> he doesn't like like um, that's that's hard work. Though. I don't know, he doesn't like deodorant. He doesn't like deodorant. <laughs> He's like all natural. He's primal. Uh, He's primal. Uh, that's <laughs> a better way. I'm to hearing say a trend here. Yeah. That wasn't going from A League to C League. Is a. Uh, 
Fair poor Mish. Poor Mish is at home this We're week. We're sending your very best wishes, Hamish, <laughs> despite what you're saying on the game here. Right, number three. Most likely to try and slot a 50-metre drop goal. Oh, I there's somebody, does it, there's somebody I'll, I'll answer this one as well, mm. just after. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's exactly who I was going to say. All three of you, Everyone. Patrick. Oh, you, have to, you have to give us the context to that then, chaps. What's he's this actually about? really good at drop kicks. Really so you put WP Nell, all three of you have said yeah. that. Yeah, he's, he's really good at drop kicks, like surprisingly good. Like I'll say VP, right, Coffee, coffee's on this, like 30 <laughs> metres out, and like nine times out of ten he'll slot it. He can take a drive from Cornwallia, get in the ice bath, get out without stretch warm up, slot it over. Yeah, just lo- he just loves it. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what I was going to say. If you watch the players come out to train, there's there's all sorts of set up for individual. Is it potentiation or what do you call it? Now? Potentiation used to be in my day. Activation, Activation and there's yeah. there's uh, you know elastic bands, there's hurdles, there's you name it. You know foam rollers, everything. The music's pumping. Chris Lex, put all of this out. Everything's out, yeah. ready to rock. Chris WP Lex, comes out, and no matter if he's first or last out, he just strolls towards the nearest ball drops it with his left foot his left footed drops it and then has a wee look to see if anybody knows <laughs> and then just walks away every session yeah. it's brilliant yeah. and he slugs it over yeah. Yeah. more often than not it goes over I think he you a few times uh, <laughs> oh, you, have uh, to get, you have to get a player cam on honestly, there as well every, day, every, oh, yeah. every session it's brilliant the squad father squad father <laughs> and a great achievement for him at the weekend yeah. just to yeah. do a wee diversion absolute legend yeah. that's, that's a milestone moment 50 caps yeah just like what he's been through as well to get to that and mm. you know, how much he's helped me like when I came in like as a tight head, like I, I learn off him so much, and uh, to be there for him, for him on his fiftieth was really special. So, really well deserved. It's actually thanks to him that I started doing massage recovery as well. Oh, really? Um, my traps stiffen so much up just to <laughs> keep him out of scrum. Head to head, Right, moving on to number four. Most likely to spend all day in the gym. I think you've answered that already. Yeah. Move on to the next level. Or, or Chris Leckie, you've mentioned Lecky. Well. Lecky's, oh, S&C, Lecky's oh in there. Eh? He's the next level machine. and eats machine. like a machine. He's incredible, isn't he? Um, so Chris Leck, of course, strength and conditioning coach. Does he hasn't seen a carb since 2010. I know. I'm <laughs> <laughs> joking. Actually, actually, we li- he lived with us for uh, for a long time. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah. Some, oh, uh, I could tell you many stories. Oh, like <laughs> None of them fit for the official Scottish Rugby podcast <laughs> yeah, yeah. or TikTok. Sometimes uh, if he, uh, like today when we left the, <clears throat> the audience to come back to camp, uh, I think he was busy with his 113th no. rep. Yeah, yeah. Nine. A thousand threat. And then yeah. he started like sweating and he pulled it back and he said, no, he's going to continue. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, he's no, he, um, discipline. Yeah, unbelievable discipline, but like, what what a legend. Like, yeah. the way he gets the, he always gets the music right, like, gets the boys pumping and just makes like warm up and activation fun. Um, just like, even, he even knows it's felt, though. Yeah. He I, does. Pl- I played with uh, like at Edinburgh when yeah. I came out of Scrum Half. I, honestly, my hands are still stinging. If I was at 10, <laughs> zip the ball at your hands, like, just get an extra four or five yards for the route. Like, you can zip the ball at you. Physique-wise for a Scrum Half as well, it was yeah. Oh, yeah, stacked. the power that they're, yeah. yeah. But uh, like, I think we need to get on the podcast. He's still, got a, he's still got a box kick in him. Yeah. Like, he, yeah. Gregor's like, oh, we haven't got any nines. Like, he's like, oh, of course. Pull, pulls out the bag. He's like, oh, on the money. Yeah, the boots yeah. are there. The boots are there. Absolute hero. They actually call him Muscle in camp. Muscle. No, that's his point. He's going to be the beast now. Moving on to number five, most likely to miss the bus. I mean, technically, it's us now because our timings are fairly, fairly, fairly in fluid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm just going to back myself, Zana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it? Yeah. 
Oh, your brother is getting such a hard time. Was he like that with the family when he grew up? Was he late for everything? Was he late for school? And was he, or was he? Just He's always a bit, like a bit like days ago. <laughs> he always rocks up somehow. Like I have no idea, but like I remember, it, yeah, he actually had it bad. Um, Got it wrong. I don't think I don't. I, we, I don't know. If, I don't. I don't think you were in camp, but um, he, sl- he slept in. Oh, no. And like we were out in the back pitches for a morning session in co- like during COVID slept time. Slept in actually for slept a session. Never mind breakfast. Yeah, yeah. Never mind waiting. Literally, like, <laughs> literally, like, <laughs> that's, that's a two-hour trip. Literally, that's that's literally we're all we're all out there like it's like an eight thirty start off on the <laughs> back pitches. And literally, um, boys like, where's Matt? Where's Matt? Oh, this is gonna be great. Like we're gonna find him. What's the fine for? That? Oh, you don't I can't discuss that on the podcast. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, mate, he, he, he came up and he was like. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. That was so funny. Um, but he still trained, like trained really well. Um, but yeah, I, I, as a, he'd always like rock up, like all the wrong kit on, like always be late for stuff. Like for, we're about to literally leave in the morning. He'd have like no breakfast, grab a bit of toast and come, and like I'd be, I'd be there with my three course meal. Um, well, well uh, speaking of being late, yeah. we are going to be getting into trouble because you, you guys have got to go and eat. You've got to go and get ready oh, yeah. for your night. We cannot thank you enough. So to Pierre Schumann and to Xander Fagerson, thank you so much for your time on Thanks this us, guys. live mm-hmm. event. It went off piste, but that is what live events are for. Yeah. We had great fun. Thank you so much from Chris and I for now. We'll see you very soon. Thank you, Caroline. Cheers, Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks, lads. Thank you so much to Pierre Schumann and to Xander Fagerson for joining us today. And we wish you all the very best for this weekend's encounter with Argentina. Great set of lads there. They go what, well together, don't what they? What a giggle. Oh, my goodness <laughs> me. They're quite the duo. I know. It's, it is funny how... Uh, how much they respect each other but imagine having that relationship and then 1872 cup having to go head to head with every scrum you can just just kind of switch on switch off but nah they're um, I think they represent themselves well but they represent what the squad's like at the moment as well really really well and, and why they do it and yeah it's a uh, it's, it's a good place when you've got individuals of like that around about you isn't it going back a bit to what Xander said as well you know we talked a lot about about Doddy last week and about yeah. uh, at BT Murrayfield and that feeling and, and five years on, I know how I felt about it. What, what were your feelings about Sunday? Well, you were next to it. You were right next yeah. to him, wasn't it? Mm. I mean, it was. Uh, it, it, I don't know. Like it's it's so hard to sum up. The, the word I would use would be powerful, like, like Great utterly choice, tragic, man. so sad. At the same time, incredibly inspiring. But just the power in the moment in terms of you know, obviously what was planned and there was a doubt around what we'd be able to do in terms of Doddy's health but then just some things you know like just are so powerful the way he came out his family his wife and kids what the players did I mean I don't think that would be scripted in any way shape or form it just happens and it's just it was beautifully done it was impromptu and then Jamie you know kind of going in whispering his ear and um, and Sam Whitelock there as well but just the reaction of the players like nobody you can't plan for that you can't write that you can't tell people what to do it's just like so powerful yeah. so so it, what what we did see from that as well as we did five years ago is just mm. i mean how can you not get up for a performance uh when when something like that's been there so so what was your your thoughts yeah, on that? Well, i think the the emotion around it probably hindered scotland in the, the opening couple of minutes i mean the, the all blacks were were so clinical on how they started i thought the attacking kicking game was brilliant it created two tries um they were dominant at the breakdown, an area where all week prior to the game, the All Blacks had said that they were worried about Scotland's presence there and the threat that they had at the breakdown. Um, and you were staring in a barrel of a long afternoon, weren't we? <laughs> but, which makes what happened next even more impressive. Like to 
to get the cohesion to go 23 unanswered points but to be totally in control um it was remember, like minute seven. What, yeah, minutes, it was minute eight. It was minute, minute eight. eight. They till, went uh, four, till 55, 55 56. Um, 60. So clinical, so brave. And I think most of it started from the defence. Um, and we mentioned, the lads mentioned the interaction with the crowd and the emotion from the crowd and the support from the crowd. I think it was actually as loud when we were defending mm. as it was when we were attacking because the the, the people there and the people on TV saw the, the commitment in defence. Um, I spoke to Bowden Barrett afterwards and he was like, it was really hard to find any space, kind of high edge defence as he called it. it was up. This is a very little kick space to find. He said it was really, really difficult. And you know, I, I think what he he said as well, and, and what I'd agree was that their bench made a difference. They just got one or two quicker pieces of ball. Piranara at nine managed to zip the ball away a wee bit quicker at times. Um, and there was a four minute period between the sixty second and the sixty sixth minute where we went from being nine points up to one point down, um, just through some kick a penalty and a quality try. So. We said it last week again, and it'll be the same this week, and it'll be the same come Six Nations. These games are deciding tiny margins, and that was another one. Speaking of, I mean, this is the last time we'll get a chance to see Scotland before the Guinness yeah. Six Nations uh, against Argentina this weekend. I'm here for this game. I must say, I'm really, I'm, yeah. I, I'm excited about this game because I think what we've seen from Argentina this year, they've clocked some massive away wins. New Zealand, England, it's been a... Yeah, there's a, a there's an them. edge in this game as mm. well due to what happened in the summer. In the summer, in terms of losing the test series in the, in, in Argentina in the, in the last play of the final test, and, and Scotland, I think, will be frustrated. Well, I know they're frustrated with how they played in the, the first couple of tests, and ironically, their best performance is the third, and they came up short. Um, the, there's a lot of pressure on this test for Scotland, um, as there should be, uh, and Argentina lost last weekend at Wales with a flat performance. They'll be looking to ramp it up again. The last weekend of the Autumn Nation series or the Autumn Tests when I played, there was always a, not a last week of school about it, but it was your last opportunity to, to finish the the kind of the calendar year internationally with a big, big performance and a big result. So, yeah, yeah tease up, tease up Saturday afternoon pretty well. Oh well, it does indeed tee up nicely this weekend. Then it's Scotland v Argentina at BT Murrayfield. We'll be there, you can be there too. If you haven't already bought your ticket, under 12 school for a pound, it is set to be a cracking afternoon of rugby. As always, the highlights of the Tenants Premiership can be found on Scottish Rugby's YouTube channel and the latest news and content can also be found on the social channels too. For now though, from Mossy, from myself, big thanks to Xander, big thanks to Pierre. We'll be back very soon with the official Scottish Rugby podcast.